0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Charvak podcast. This is your host Kushal Mehra. All right. Time for the preview of UFC 263. And before we start the discussion today, officially for the record, I'm going to say that now Sham and I will know what Joe Rogan feels. Ki podcast karte hai, kaisa hota hai. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, because we just finished Shams live stream and now we have hopped straight into this live stream. So, all right. So, to, to today's agenda is obviously we're going to start with UFC 263. Then, I, I want to talk about the Bellator 260 that is coming up this week, too. Mm. Then, we'll cover a few peripheral issues. Like, uh, we can also talk about Arjun Pullar or Bullard, however Let's, you want we to. We should put also
1: it. talk about the Euros.
0: Yeah, we should also talk it. about Euros. I know that it is a football thing where European teams play. That's all I know.
1: Yeah. Right. It's yeah. going to so, be the most watched sports event of this year. That's what that's what it is. Yeah. So
0: uh, <laughs> all right. So let's start, Sham. So let's start obviously with UFC two sixty-three. Mm. Now uh, We'll first discuss the main card, and then we'll go into the prelims and the fight pass prelims because uh, that is also that that has some interesting fights. But obviously, okay, let's start with the main event because Mm. we have to. Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Battori. So just an interesting fact that I came across: Sham, since Marvin has fought against Adesanya, in all his fights after that, he's literally lost just one round. Yeah. He has lost only one round. Now, so what what do you think? Who's the favorite going into this fight? By the way, I thought the last fight they had, I don't know how they thought it was a split decision, by the way. Just FYI. Hmm. I thought it was a clear cut. First two rounds was Israel Adesanya. I don't know yeah. what they were talking about.
1: Yeah, I, I also do think that they he, he narrowly won the second one. And then maybe Vittori, uh, Arasanya narrowly won the second one. And then I think Vittori won the third one. That's why they gave it a split decision. I'm not entirely sure why. And I'm not entirely sure why Vittori thinks he won that fight because I definitely don't think Vittori won that fight. I can understand the split decision. And I can understand why Vittori's like, I pushed this guy so close. And I think I can beat him if I can improve my wrestling and if I can improve my striking, which I do think... Vittori's wrestling has improved. Vittori's striking has improved. His striking was mm-hmm. pretty good against Hermansen. If you watch that fight against Hermanson, his striking was really good. That left hand is really crisp. And he's southpaw, right? Is he? Yeah, he, uh, he's a yeah. southpaw, um, Vittori. So he's got this really good left-handed jab. And he was catching mm-hmm. Hermanson over and over and over again with that left-hand jab really well. Mm-hmm. so that that's a lot sharper his wrestling's a lot sharper as you saw against Kevin Holland so things that he's doing that were successful against Adesanya because remember even in the Adesanya fight his left hand was catching Adesanya over and over he was catching Adesanya with that left hand so it's, if that's improved that's a good thing because that was hurting Adesanya if he's improved his wrestling which he didn't wrestle really well against Adesanya but he's if, he, if he's improved it that's another really good weapon because we saw that against a you know an elite level, not a world class, but still an elite level grappler, Adesanya was struggling. The question now is going to be: nobody in the welterweight uh, in the lightweight division. Wait, is he lightweight, welterweight? What am I thinking? Light- middleweight. Middleweight. Ah, oh, what am I saying? Middleweight division. Nobody in the middleweight division is as big as Jan Blahovic, So they've all struggled in taking Adesanya down because Adesanya is a really big middleweight. He's really big for that weight class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So people find it very difficult to take him down to the mat. Now, Vittori Mm -hmm. is also a big middleweight. Can he take Adesanya down on a regular basis? That's the trick. That's the trick I, I, I think that's going to be there because I do think they're both big middleweights. So that's where Vittori has a chance. But so- eventually, the, the point is that nobody strikes in the UFC probably like Israel Adesanya. Nobody counter punches in the UFC mm-hmm. like Israel Adesanya. That's still a danger. No matter how good you are, you still have to jump in to try and grab him. You still have to come close enough to try and hit him. If you come close enough, Adesanya is going to clip you. So that's that's the trick there.
0: Yeah, but I was just looking at Vettori's run since his loss to Israel Adesanya. So, he had Cesar Ferreira. So, he had Andrew Sanchez, Carl Robertson, Hermanson, and then Kevin Holland. So, Kevin Holland, the fight was was basically him taking him down all the time. He took Kevin Holland down 11 times. But Uh, Kevin
1: Holland's also not a slouch in wrestling. I mean, he's not elite, but he's not a slouch.
0: Yeah, what what is interesting is that Marvin Matore did not take Hermanson down even a single time in the fight. Huh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. he did not. So he took Carl Robertson down twice. Yeah. Then Andrew Sanchez, the, he could not take him down. Again, uh, against Fajera, he took him down twice. Yeah, and Adesanya, he took him down twice. But yeah. the thing is that uh, his striking, he could not land a lot of strikes in the fight against Adesanya. It was, I think, total strikes were forty six. Yeah. Uh, if I if I if I'm
1: checking he the was, correct. correctly, Adesanya me. was many levels above uh, Vittori in the striking department in that fight at least. That's what I thought. No,
0: so here's my question. Now think about it this way. Now, from the Adesanya fight, obviously both the fighters have progressed a lot as as individual fighters. Yeah. Who do you think, in your opinion, you know, who has become better since? the same fight because they were fairly new to the UFC, both of them. It was not like Adesanya was a veteran or Marvin was a veteran. Both were fairly new when this fight came up. Yeah. So in your opinion, who do you think has improved more as a fighter since then?
1: It's tricky to say, right? Because narratives can form in the UFC really quickly. You have an absolute top of the food chain striker like Israel Adesanya. Who is who looked better and better and better in every fight. Like, look at, uh, what's his name? Bobby Knuckles. I forgot his name. Robert Whitaker. Yeah, Robert Whitaker. So you have Bobby Knuckles, who is an elite striker in his own right. But Adesanya made him look like a chump in that fight. Now, maybe Bobby Knuckles was off his game, whatever. And since then, he has also improved a lot in terms of his striking. But he just showed you that he is levels above even the tippy top of that competition in that um, Mm. in that division. But then he goes and fights at light heavyweight, gets you know the 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 narrative in that fight with Blahovic was that Blahovic not only was able to take him down, but Mm. Blahovic was also stood toe to toe with him in the striking department. Up, you look at the Blahovic fight and you get the significant strikes. He matches Adesanya pretty close in the significant strikes landed, which means Mm. Blahovic was able to land pretty consistently on Adesanya. Mm. So the narrative then developed that Adesanya has regressed. He's actually not that good as he was. He's not as hungry as he was. So narratives can develop. On the other hand, you have this guy on a five-fight winning streak. So And every fight, he does something new, like he dominates Kevin Holland on the ground. He dominates Jack Hermanson in striking. So people are like, every aspect of his game is improving and it is improving without a doubt. But I don't know, honestly, if it is still to the level of Adesanya. I think Adesanya is going to have a very tough fight. But again... All it takes with a guy like Adesanya, who's such an elite kickboxer, is it takes one hit. He can clip you once like he did with Paulo Costa. He can clip you once like he did with uh, Robert Whitaker, And that's it. Game over. So that's going to be the tricky part. Like, can Marvin Vittori stand with him? If he does choose to stand with him or what's the game plan? Is the game plan to stand with him for a round and then just take him down when he starts to get tired? So that's going to be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, if I was thinking like Vattori, the strikes are going to be used for the takedown, right? Basically, you throw a one or two or one. You would one, think so, one. but you it's never know.
1: Yeah, you would think so, but you never know. I've seen so many times, you know, and this is the thing with this is the thing with John Jones. John Jones, people used to think that what he's going to do is he's going to negate the biggest strength of the opponent and then use that against them. Mm-hmm. But Jones used to do the opposite in every fight. People said Chael Sonnen is going to fight John Jones for the title. Chael Sonnen an elite wrestler. So what John Jones is going to do is somehow try to uh, eliminate that wrestling, you know, keep the fight standing up, use his reach advantage. What did John Jones do? took the guy down, dominated him on the ground and finished the fight. So a lot of the elite wrestlers, when they come against another or elite fighters that come against another fighter that's considered elite in one particular area, for example, striking, they think, I'm going to outstrike this guy. So what is the game Mm. plan going to be from Vittori is going to be interesting to see because we know he's not John Jones. So what is he going to do?
0: Yeah, I think the the big, uh, the only... uh, Difference is like you've already mentioned this. When Blahovic, the the weight, the extra weight, the power comes in, right? And Blahovic, what? Uh, I'm not talking about cutting weight to 205. He's going to be fighting at what 220, 225 ish, right? Yeah. Uh In comparison to that, Adesanya or uh... and
1: Adesanya was lighter than him, right? In the fight, it was about 10 pounds less or something.
0: Yeah, Adesanya was two of five, if I remember, in that fight. And Vettori is also going to be weighing around the same area range, right? So mm. the the power, I don't think so. The power is going to you know be the same like in the case of Blahovic. But here's the point: yeah, yeah. Blahovic timed his takedowns to perfection, and what we saw was when he was on top of Israel and Israel was on his back, he really didn't know much. Uh, of what he was supposed to do. Yeah. So let let me just say this: their first fight was not a walk. You know, it was not like a one-sided affair where mm. just Israel just go- goes and Adesanya just runs over him. So this one is going to be even tougher, in my view. This is yeah. I I think this goes five rounds. I don't see uh, you don't see uh, a knockout. No, I
1: don't. I think five rounds. It could because Vittoria has a really good chin. He has a really good chin. He takes a lot of hits and he's got a really good chin. So it could well go five rounds. It I think this is a really, really good fight in general because it matches really well with Ardesania's style. You know, people always say in MMA, styles make matches. Yeah. And so this is why this is such an interesting fight because it is a it is a competition of styles. You have a guy who is a decent boxer. And a good wrestler against an absolutely elite top of the food chain striker.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is a really good matchup for in terms of style. So it's gonna be interesting to see how it pans out. Vittori looks bigger, he looks stronger, he his boxing is better, his wrestling is better. So there's there's mm-hmm. a there's a problem here.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, now let's go to the next fight. I wanted to look oh, at this man.
1: question. Sorry, Kushal, but the Tanmay Kulkarni is asking if Bruce was cryogenically preserved and brought to life in prime condition. Bruce, how would he hai. fare in the Bruce uh, Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee? I don't think so. I that well. really don't think he would no, do that well. No, no, he won't. Yeah, uh, I mean, Dude, so which way? Wrestler? Where would you have you put the advantage? Him? Yeah.
0: No, no. So where would you put Bruce Lee? See, he is the one who paved the way for. So yeah, 125 pounds medalogna Bruce Leeko. Yeah. Yeah, 135. Mein. Either 125 or 135
1: pounds mein Udhar, uh... wale mein jayega, or kya?
0: Hmm.
1: Most likely. So so I
0: uh, I don't think so. He'd do well. Look, even uh, let me put it this way: Fighters who were in the first UFC, second UFC, third UFC, they won't do well in yeah. today's mixed martial arts. The game has you know, come come ahead, so far ahead of what the fight game was at that point of yeah. time. So yeah, so I don't think so. Uh, it would make a difference. But yeah, interesting question to ask. Yeah, Bruce Lee. I don't know. I don't think so. He does well. Yeah. Now let's go into the one fight. To be very honest, in the main cut that I'm looking forward to the most, that is Davis and Figueroa versus mm. Brandon
1: Moreno. Boss- Did you fight there? that? Did you watch their last fight? Oh man! Oh, oh what a Chef's fight! Case. What a yeah. fight! I mean.
0: That is mixed martial arts. That fight, <laughs> yeah. that one, or you, you want That's a Yim fans Yicheng fight. Versus, you know, that's a yeah. fans
1: fight. That's the kind of fight that fans enjoy.
0: Yeah, it, it it is a it was a bond burner, man. That was a fight. I mean, uh, but here's my point: if Sasham in the last fight that that low blow or nut shot that <laughs> Davison landed on Brandon, yeah. if that one point was not deducted. Mm davison won the fight
1: yes yes i think so yeah
0: that that's the only difference in that fight right that yeah. that that nut shot basically and
1: on top of that didn't davison's like manager or something claim that he was sick the day the week of the you know the fight he was sick he was not doing well there was something wrong like some liver problem or something there was something wrong with him the day of the fight and then, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Moreno said that hey, so excuse, uh, he's just like trying to make excuses for the draw. And so I watched the embedded this week on YouTube and he was saying that uh, you know, that Davison's really, really, really angry that Moreno said that he was a coward and that he was ducking, that he was really angry that he they couldn't even see each other in the hotel because he said that if he says Moreno, if he sees Moreno in the hotel, they'll attack him. So second fight's turning out even better than the first one, apparently.
0: Yeah, but I have this feeling. See, the first fight was on a very short notice. Like, yeah. literally, Davidson fought back-to-back in a month, right? In a month's time, he fought twice. And it, it, it's not that. Moreno also got a 21-25-day to 25 day notice, right? Basically, to take that fight. Mm-hmm. Now that both these people have fought once, they know each other's style. They have tested each other's power, taken a lot of shots. And by the way, that rule in MMA is the golden rule, right? When you have fights like this, you leave a piece of you inside the other one. Yeah, so so they're not going to be the same fighters in this fight. So in that scenario, who do you think has the upper hand
1: in this one? I yeah, I don't know because I I think I, I still think Figueredo is probably the favorite in my in mm. my opinion. Figueroa is really really elite. That guy. So he's still probably the favorite in my eyes. I I don't know how it pans out, but. Uh, We've seen this happen. We've seen two barn burners in a row happen, especially in heavyweight with Velasquez and uh, JDS. We've seen it happen. We've seen lightning strike twice. So it could happen that there could be two barn burners in a row. But I do think like, you know, both fighters have a full camp. Figueredo is healthy. Figueredo is fully firing. So I, I think... It could well be a barn burner, but I think Figueredo has just, just about the edge.
0: I agree with you. So so Tanmay has come back and he says Bruce Lee will not survive in UFC. He's the inventor of the style of martial arts. Yeah. Tanmay, you need to understand. It's very simple logic. Do you think boxers from 1900s would survive against the Mike no. Tysons of today? No.
1: Forget boxers, Kushal. Tanmay, do you think Hoish Gracie today will survive in the UFC?
0: No. Hoy exactly. Gracie was the one who won the UFC one. And Bruce, see, you have to understand Bruce Lee was not a grappler. Yeah. He was only a striker. It, the mixed martial arts is dominated by grapplers who can strike.
1: Yes. Yes. Kamaru Uzman, uh the, the the first really dominant champion, Randy Couture. Yeah. All even bloody, what's his name? Iceman, uh, Chuck Liddell. He was a wrestler who became a boxer. So he used to use his wrestling to keep the fight standing up and then use his boxing to pummel people. Yeah. GSP. GSP kodeko. GSP did not have a wrestling background, but he realized he had successful hona to grappling. He yep. spent years and years and years wrestling, you know, learning wrestling, learning grap- grappling, learning jujitsu. Tab yep. ja he became the GSP that we know today.
0: Yeah. Yep, I agree. So I I don't think so. That would happen. All right. The the uh, what do we call this one? The fan favorite fight: Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. This mm. uh, is the fans' fight, right? This is a fan's fight. Right? Mean, a fans mean, fight. That, the, any Diaz brother fights, they overtake the fight. card. Yeah. See. Uh, Who do you think is going to be extremely happy? I think the happiest man right now on this card is basically Israel Adesanya because he gets the share of the pay-per-view. And he must be like, "Hi hi, Nate Diaz, I got my card. I got my lottery.
1: (laughs) But happiest could could actually be Nate Diaz, in my opinion, because this is a guy who lost his last fight. He lost his... No, yeah, he lost his last fight.
0: Yeah, marvelous. he's nowhere
1: near the title picture. He's not fighting. He's not act active at all. But if Nate Diaz comes to the UFC, doesn't matter how long it how long of a break he takes. If he comes to the UFC, and if he wins this fight against a top contender like Nick, Leon Nate. Edwards, not Nate, Nick,
0: Nicky, Nate. Sorry, Nate, 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 uh, Nate. Nate, Nate,
1: Nate, Nate. If he comes to the UFC after such a long layoff, after losing his last fight, and he beats this guy straight title shot. You Obviously. are not going to deny Nate Diaz a title shot. So, so not so, only that,
0: huh. why he'll get the title shot is simple. <laughs> <hai> na, <Shyam. laughs> exactly.
1: That's the thing. Leon Edwards is a top, top, top guy. I really like Leon Edwards. If he wins, he should get a title shot. But uh, Usman and Diaz is going to make more money. It's as simple as that.
0: But I have to ask you. In which scenario? Look, let's let's just face the facts. Yeah. Uh, Nate is not a 170-pound fighter. No. He is, uh, at best, 155. Maybe if there was a 165-pound category, I would have said, said, okay, Nate maybe has a better chance. But damn, <laughs> Leon Edwards
1: is so big. Leon's Nate bigger is, than him. Yeah. He's, like, decently bigger than him. So, how do you map? I mean, do you think Diaz has any chance? I think he does. Every Everybody has a chance in a fight. You know, it's, it's not like... It's not a series. Like, if they were doing best of seven, then, yeah, Diaz doesn't have a chance. But one fight, who knows, man? Who knows what the hell can happen? You know, it, the worst thing that Leon Edwards can do is be like... Talking about the title and the title shot. Ki mere to focus title hai. Leon Edwards should be like, dude, this is a guy, this is not a joke. All right. This is an elite level striker. This is an elite level uh, submission artist. And Leon Edwards comes from a boxing background. He doesn't come from a submission mm-hmm. background. He's a yeah. good grappler now, but he doesn't come from a submission background. So if you're in a situation where you drop the guy, you go in for the kill, but he grabs you in something, you know that could be that could be it. So Nate Diaz for everyone at any time is a dangerous fight. So, but yeah, I, 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 I agree with you though. At the end of the day, I do agree with you that if Nate, if Leon is smart, which I think he is, if he is focused, which I think he is, he wins this fight in in, everywhere. I think he wins it on the ground. I think he wins it standing up hundred percent. So here's the interesting bit. This rarely happens. This is
0: not the co main event or the main event. Yeah. But this fight, I don't know how many people have noticed, is a five round fight. Five round fight in in this kind of a card yeah. helps Nate. Because if this was a three round fight, Sham, cardio goes out of the question because Nate is the cardio machine. Three rounds may survive. Kar leta tha yes. Nate games. And not that, uh, you know. Edwards's cardio is an issue, but I still feel but has he ever fought five rounds? Yeah, yeah, he has. He has many times. But no, in see, the UFC. It, yeah, I think Edwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edwards has fought five rounds. Edwards has fought five rounds, but okay. he is the uh so the thing about Nate Diaz. We all know he's a volume striker. Yeah. He doesn't hit you hard, but He's more volume, 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 volume. Yeah. So just for the record, Hafal uh, Dos Anjos, Leon Edwards was five rounds. Donald Cerrone was five rounds. Okay. Uh, so he has had a couple of five rounds.
1: But he finished though, both those fights within three rounds, right? Didn't he? No, he went five rounds. No, 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 no. Hafal no, no. Dos Anjos was a decision. Five, yeah. uh, Donald Cerrone
0: was a decision. Oh, it was a decision.
1: So, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against both those fighters, he's gone five rounds. Okay. But here's the thing. With Nate Diaz, he keeps getting better as the fight progresses and he yeah. keeps, you know, putting on the pressure, he keeps putting on the pressure. So that's where I see Nate has an opening. Yes. Nate can start coming up in the fight after round two. Leon's yeah. going to start slowing down and that's when Nate picks up. Yeah. But the point is, will Leon slow down? I don't know.
1: Yeah. 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 That guy is really, I don't think people realize how elite that guy is. Like, his, his his conditioning, his cardio, strength, striking, maybe not the wrestling, but everything else is just completely elite. I don't think people realize how much of an elite fighter that guy is.
0: Yeah. So Akshit has asked, Will khabib versus Connor to ever happen? Nope.
1: No, never. I don't think never. so. Ever. Yeah. I don't it's think Connor happening. even wants that fight anymore. <laughs> He's like, Mera ho gea, pet gea, Mira, i get paid for fight retired please. boxers.
0: Hmm. So yeah. the other two fights are Damien Maia versus Bilal Muhammad. I'm actually very happy. Yeah, good very good fight. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy that Bilal Muhammad is also on such a big card. Poor yeah. guy. Look his eye poke, I was It was really bad. I thought
1: like, yeah, I thought it was like initially when I saw, I thought his eye was bleeding, but it was, The this under under the eye
0: yeah it's crazy that was crazy but the one fight that you wanted to talk about so okay let's talk about this paul craig versus jamal hill so who do you have winning this one
1: it's hard to say man i like jamal hill i think he's a really good fighter contender series series i think jamal's a really good fighter i probably paul's the favorite going in Right? I think Paul's yeah. the favorite going in. I haven't oh, looked at Paul. the odds, but No, I I, would... I
0: don't look at the odds, but I would say I don't know. We can check the odds, but
1: yeah. Yeah, I would think Paul's the favorite going in. Uh let me f- see if I can find it what the UFC 263 odds are. Because I do think Paul's the favorite going in, so I think Paul probably would would win it. But I think I I just don't discount that a guy like that. Like it's not like you Know it, it's not like a um Usman versus Masvidal where you're like Usman probably mm. wins it, uh, it's not like that, it's not that one sided. I think Jamal Hill's a really, really promising fighter, really good fighter. I think, I think there could be a surprise in this one. I think there really could be a surprise in this one.
0: Mm. Yep, okay.
1: Uh, okay. See, the so, Tanmeh uh, has Paul Rigg, been... plus 250, Jamal Hill minus 325. Oh, interesting. So Jamal Hill is the favorite.
0: Yeah, I'm. Sh- I'm shocked. I thought Paul Craig told would be. you, man.
1: This guy's a really good fighter. This guy's a really good fighter. People sleep on Jamal Hill. This guy's a really good fighter. And he's got.
0: He's he's on a, a little bit of a streak. Yeah, right? he's on a
1: streak. Eight and eight and zero in the UFC. Yeah.
0: He, yeah. he's doing well so see this is what happens when you don't understand fighting so tanmay do you really think if someone like the undertaker fights in the ufc <laughs> this small five <laughs> and a half foot fighter <laughs> would be able to touch him <laughs> <laughs> dude see, you don't okay. understand
1: we, man yeah. yeah you
0: don't get fighting that's the point see it's okay we are building fight fans in india <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we are literally... Uh, weight, classes weight classes, classes. Yeah. They, they don't understand. Do you
1: think Francis and Ganu is ever going to fight uh, Henry Sahudo? Of
0: course
1: not. No. If
0: Francis and Ganu should only be allowed to use one finger to touch them.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> both Both hands behind my back, I can only hit him with my penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Now let's get into
0: the prelims. So which fight? I'll tell you which fight I was really looking forward to. Although I think the main event, prelim main event, Drew Dober versus Brad Riddell is amazing. It's a great fact. I am really looking forward to Lauren Murphy versus Joanne Calderwood. Now I'll tell you why. Hmm. Jojo Calderwood, because she had the title shot. Yeah. She did not wait. Because I, I think at that time, um, uh, uh, yeah, Shevchenko was I think injured, or she could not, she was not ready to fight, or something. And she mm. took the the Jennifer Maya fight, right? And she lost. And then the other one who defeated her got the title shot. So if JoJo called the word or Lauren Murphy, I think whosoever wins here, mm. they pretty much get the title shot against Valentina Savchenko. Yeah, you
1: know, I, I I. <laughs> I know. I just don't know if I can get that excited about this fight only because I neither of them beat Shevchenko. Neither of them. Yeah, Shevchenko I know that. Both of them. that. No, that, that's why. Like, I can be excited for this fight. I can't get excited for the result of this fight. Because whoever wins gets dominated by Shevchenko. Shevchenko is just… She's on another level, man. She That that lady is just on... It's, there's nobody in that division that can take her. Nobody in that division. They have the only thing that they can do with Valentina Shevchenko at this point is create like a super fight series with Amanda Nunes. Said, you go up to 135 and you do a best of seven with Amanda Nunes. That's the only thing that the UFC can do. I will watch that. I will watch a best of seven series with Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko. Because there's nothing else you can do with those two women in that division. What do you do? You can get that girl from… For Amanda Nunes, the only thing you can do is get that girl over from PFL. What's her name? Uh, the,
0: the judoka. Uh, Kayla Harrison. Name?
1: Kayla Harrison. Kayla Harrison. That's the only no, thing you can do no, for… No,
0: because Clarissa Shields is playing, right? Today's night or tomorrow's night, right? Clarissa PFL.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you you do either click Kayla Harrison, you bring her over to the UFC and you make her fight uh, Amanda Nunes. But other than that, what do you do with that division? Yeah. What do you do with uh, Shevchenko's division? What do you do wo, with Amanda
0: Nunes? You know, the hundred and forty-five pound division in UFC is one of those divisions is ranking no Ranking champion. Yeah.
1: Nobody's there. So I it's hard for me. I can get excited about the Rose Nama Yunus's strawberry division. Mm-hmm. That's a great division. No, is that straw or is that flyweight? I don't know, whichever, whichever that division is, I can get excited for that because huh? there's a lot of really, really good fighters in eh? that division. 115 yeah. pounds is straw weight. Yeah, eh? that's a really good division. You've got Jendrechek, you've got uh Zhang Veili, you've got uh Nama Yunis, you've got a few really good fighters in that division, but I just right. can't get excited for <laughs> Shevchenko's division. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I agree. Now, I'll tell you where. So uh, so the prelim card was Dober versus Riddell, Anders versus Stuart, uh, Murphy Calderwood, mobsar Dober Riddell Sart-
1: is the fight, man. That's the fight to yeah, watch. Yeah. That's yeah. a very
0: good fight. That's a yeah. very good fight. So in the fight, early prelims, I'm honestly, um I am only looking forward to Chase Hooper versus Steven Peterson. I'll tell hmm. you why. I'll give you my reasons. Hmm. Chase Hooper ki ho rahi thi, dhulai, and dhulai <laughs> matlab SC Matlab Dil. दिल खोल के पिटाई हो रही थी बच्चे की yes. और लास्ट में उसकी लास्ट फाइट में वो सबमिशन करके जीत गया yes. लड़का तो आई एम रियली इंटरेस्टेड टू सी उसकी प्रोग्रेस क्या हुई है लास्ट फाइट से ये फाइट में उसकी yeah. कुछ स्ट्राइकिंग इंप्रूव हुई है या कुछ हुई है सो अगेन व्हाट आर Apna wala na. He's yeah. a good fighter. I don't think so. He's going to be a champion, but he's a great fighter.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was... He had one of the biggest hype trains behind that guy, Uriah, when he was a tough... Tough, me, Husky, he had a big hype train. He was like doing highlight reel, knockouts and shit like that. Uh, But I think he lost to Gastelum yeah. in the finale or something, right? He lost to Gastelum in the yeah, finale. Think, yeah, yeah. I think he did. But since then, he got derailed a little bit. But he's a really... I just think the problem with uh, Uriah can be mentality because that guy is an elite-level talent. I really think he's an elite-level talent. It's just... I just... It, it's about the desire. Sometimes you feel like Uriah doesn't have the desire to fight anymore. But, yeah, but he's he's, he's, on a, he's on a streak right now.
0: So, you yeah, know, he has... Look, he lost to Gaslam, Howard. Then he won, won against Lebel, yeah. uh, Thiago Santos, Ron Stallings. Then he lost again to natal yeah then he won against uh, bang and then he beat Gegard musashi yeah. that is a serious fighter yeah. Gegard, but then he problem of jump yeah yeah but his yeah. problem kya hoti hai alme musashi ko haraya fir wittaker se hara yeah fir brunsen se hara fir musashi se haar right Then <laughs> yeah. Joko se jeeta costa yeah. se hara now he's beaten devin lewis carlos junior anderson silva ki fight ko yaar main bhi itna nahi manta hu kyunki this was just a
1: I mean, this is not the no, this Anderson, is not Anderson, Anderson Silva. Silva. You're not fighting wow, Anderson. The
0: Anderson. So, and now, leg
1: break. Anderson was Anderson. And yeah.
0: now, or White man ki jo last fight hai, usko to यार क्या गिनोगे? fight man ki at all. to ठंडी
1: टूट गई बिचारे की.
0: Chacha हमारा लड़ा हो And but, by the way, I'm so happy to see Chris Whitman recovering yeah. so fast.
1: Yeah, that was brutal, so, man. Holy shit.
0: Okay, actually, now that we have covered 263, this is a good segue. So, I'm to talk about this. So. Again, Tanmay, has asked, what are your thoughts on the Fogert sister fighting in the? Uh, you know, they are not fighting in Indian UFC. Tanmay, they're fight. Uh, so Ritu Fogart is fighting in one championship. Yes. It, it is a very uh, yes. respected, respected, uh, you, know, you know, mixed martial arts and other martial art promotion too. Did you see that last fight of Ritu? No, Did I, I didn't. Dekhiye, okay. Uh, so obviously, one championship has a different way of judging the fight. They they look at the entirety of the fight and they don't go round by round like the UFC. So I think oh. one championship has a kind of a pride pride ka thoda right, similar rule. Right. But oh my God, I don't know how they decided she lost that fight. Huh. Yeah, Why? yeah. I, I want you to go and watch that fight. Okay. I think third round me I I agree that her opponent really you know put it on her. Yeah. But the first two rounds she was taking her down. And it was not like she was not doing anything on the ground. Everything she on was the ground. striking. Yeah. She was not just holding her down. She was striking when she was down. So, uh, I think Ritu Fogart. And now let's talk about the other results. And I don't know. This was my opinion. Some people did not like it on Twitter. But let's talk about it. So, this was the event which was called One Championship Dangal. So, Dangal ka naam Dangal basically basically uh, Ritu rakha tha. Right. So, usme. Uh, so I think Ritu won that fight, but they gave it uh, as a loss to her.
1: Hmm. But the main
0: main event in that was uh, basically Brad Tavares versus uh, Arjun. I mean, yeah. uh, So it depends. <laughs> so, so Arjun Bullard. So, I mean, here's the thing. So, good. I'm very happy Arjun Bullard has won the heavyweight championship. Good for him. Uh, it does a lot for mixed martial arts in India. But yeah. Why were they calling him throughout the event an Indian fighter? Arjun Bhullar yeah, is not know. an
1: Indian. He's I a Canadian. Know. Yeah. Because now, I think ever since he started challenging for the heavyweight title, since then he's been adding the little Indian flag next to his name on Twitter. And he's yeah. been like cul- trying to cultivate an Indian audience. But before that, I never saw Arjun Buller being like, I'm India, Sarda India and all that. This is a new thing. Ever since he like started competing for the championship.
0: Yeah,
1: but see,
0: my thing is that I don't want the thunder to be stolen from Ritu. Ritu is an Indian fighter. Yes. She is our first I think she's going to be our first champion in mixed martial arts.
1: Yeah. I think so that'll be I, huge. Like, if she gets a championship, yeah. I think that'll be huge for MMA in India.
0: Yeah, so that's the whole thing. I have nothing against Arjun Bullard. or the other guy. I forgot his name. There were there was another Canadian fighter. Whoa, hmm. Jita, But the point is that good. I'm happy. There, you know, f- fighters of Indian origin are coming up, but they're not Indian. They're Canadian fighters. I mean, Siru, George Saint Pierre, yeah. Who Robbie Lawler ke fight to thi, jo abhi PFL. Chale gai, Rory McDonald. Rory, Rory. McDonald. Hmm. Even Arjun Bullard can be a Canadian fighter. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Canada could be a problem, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I just I just found it weird. Anyways, this, this was a side issue, but now uh uh a promotion that we need to talk about is Bellator. Now people are not giving attention to this. Bellator hmm. 260. Is on June eleventh at the Mohegan Sun. Boss, mm. they have uh, three good fights in my view. Mm. The main card: Douglas Lima versus yaroslav Amasov. Yeah, Amasov is a unbe defeated fighter. I think he'll beat Douglas Lima against.
1: Do you think so? I mean, yeah. Douglas Lima is a slight favorite, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he slight is,
0: favorite. But I have a feeling Amasov is going to beat Lima. And uh <laughs> I have
1: no uh, Does it not get uh,
0: broadcast No, broadcast. Pe aata tha, wo hi abhi. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but so,
1: there's a, there's another one. Paul Daly, Jason Jackson's a good fight. Yeah. That's a really good fight. Paul Daly is a yes. good fighter. And Aaron uh, Pico. And Aaron Pico. <laughs> He's minus 625 favorite. Oh. <laughs> Pico. Minus 625. I don't know how competitive this fight is going to be. But it's crazy. Maybe they just threw him a little fight. You know, get back to winning ways. Get back to the championship. But uh, yeah, that looks like a un- relatively mismatched fight. Yeah. So,
0: so, if you can, do check out the Bellator card too. Okay, now... You Know the fight previews are done, we have talked about everything now. Let us, I want to ask
1: you about this. Bolna. Um, what do you think about Usman versus Covington 2? Uh, Usman, jeet I think he wins the round you
0: three think? because again, yeah, okay. So, this is Trevor Whitman. Usman first fight was not Trevor, no, that's, Whitman, true. Usman.
1: that's true. This is machine, Usman. Yes. So he is yeah. just and his boxing is also like miles better yeah. than last no, time. no, no chance, brother.
0: I think Usman beats Covington yeah. in three rounds. It is not even gonna go all really, five. You don't, th- you don't even think it goes the distance. Nope. I think Usman <laughs> knocks Covington out. Last time he knocked him well, out, I think in yeah. round five. Huh? Round five, round five, yeah. five yeah. Yeah. But it
1: was two to two. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah.
0: But look at the progress of Kamar Usman. Now somebody can come back and tell me you're assuming that um Kobe is not going to improve. He is, yeah. but he's again, he's not a power puncher, he's a volume guy. He tires yeah. you out, but and
1: Usman has power now. bye Yeah,
0: yeah. And and we know for a fact Usman does not get tired.
1: Yeah. That
0: he has proven enough times he has done five rounds. Yeah, so I don't really think Covington has a chance. Man, I really don't think he has a chance. Mm. I, I I don't okay. So this issue I wanted to talk to you about there. <laughs> so recently there was this video. My video share video So it was very weird. I what's uh. So this Dana White, ke, Dana White says a day, our brother. So there are a couple of people who have expressed their frustration about fighter pay. Obviously, John Jones has been doing this now for a year and a half.
1: yeah
0: And recently, our uncle, Paulo Costa, bhi tha. and he was like, nai, nai, I did not agree to this. I did not agree to that. So let's talk about fighter pay. And yeah. then I'll talk about something else also, which I, I feel very passionately about. But let's first talk about fighter pay. So... Um, give everybody a base idea about how fighter pay is compared like it is so why people keep talking about fighter pay if you're new to martial arts is that what happens in in boxing so so Floyd Mayweather one of the greatest boxers of all time you know they call him money Mayweather and Floyd has the thing his whole stick was that he used to tell people the amount of money he made Yeah. so I made 100 mil for this fight I made 80 mil for this fight now, the thing is that nobody in UFC makes that kind of money yeah. at the top rung. Nobody does. Now, somebody can come back and say, oh, Connor did. Connor makes Con- the highest money Connor made in his life was when he fought in boxing against yeah, Mayweather. Against
1: Mayweather yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he did not make that kind of money when he fought mixed martial arts. Yeah. So that is point number one. Second, there are certain differences in how boxing revenue distribution is done and how mixed martial arts revenue distribution is done. Now we know for a fact when it comes to mixed martial arts through the court case that was filed against the UFC, we know that UFC pays around 18% of their revenue to the fighters in total. Yeah. But I think a lot of times uh, I'm willing to concede that the top fighters in boxing are paid far more than the top fighters in UFC, which is why you have, you know, people like John Jones talking about it, etc. Yeah. etc. The problem is, what people don't like to talk about is the people below the main event, especially the prelim cards and stuff like that. Or even in the main card, the first fight or the second fight, right? There, when this analysis is done, those fighters yeah. in UFC are paid far more than in boxing. Yes. So then, who pays fighters
1: better, Sham? I mean, yeah, I think there's a good argument. You know, that it, it's kind of like the argument that people make about sales jobs versus other jobs. Mm. So if you're working in sales, you live and die by your sales. So if you're a really good salesman, you are you make well beyond the kind of money that somebody in a normal job would make. Whereas in a normal job, you have the security, you're not going to make a lot of money, but you're going to make a fixed amount of money. So it, it really depends fighter to fighter. You know, if you're a fighter who is looking to make as much money as possible, if you're completely confident in your skills, yeah, go to boxing. If you're a fighter who wants to make this like, you know, wants to make this a career, wants to be well paid, wants to be in a roster, wants to have like some kind of stability, you go into the UFC. But the problem with the UFC is that, it's a lot like pro wrestling in the sense, not because the the fights are fake or anything, but it's a lot like wrestling in the sense that there's one big promotion. And then Mm -hmm. there's like two or three much smaller promotions. So that one big promotion controls most of the revenue, controls most of the fighters, controls most of the prestige. So if you're Mm -hmm. a wrestler, you leave WWE, where do you go? You go on the regional circuit somewhere, nobody knows who you are. Mm -hmm. Similarly, you know when um cyborg was fighting in the ufc everybody was like oh cyborg this cyborg that cyborg this up oh, she's in bellator she's still very scary but nobody talks about her right mm. that's the that's the big difference so that creates a major problem for fighters that's re- this is really good for the ufc it's really good for the wwe but it's not that good for the fighters so i do understand where somebody like a john jones is coming from you know, there's mm-hmm. he's saying that, I'm a guy that is unbeaten. I am one of the most dominant champions that the UFC has ever seen. I'm probably the greatest fighter that the UFC has ever seen. But despite that, I don't make anywhere near what Conor McGregor makes. And the UFC decides that. UFC decides that the jack shit you can do about it. Because it's not like I can get my own sponsors and I can wear them because Amira, you have the deal with Reebok and now with Venom, you're not even allowed to put any sponsors on there because the UFC decides. So I do think that the position that the UFC enjoys in the fight game, it does take certain liberties with the fighters that you, that, you know, other organizations in other sports might not take. Like in football, you can't take these kinds of liberties with football players because they'll just move to another team. They'll move to another league. You don't have that option in UFC, I think, which is a problem.
0: Also, one more point that we need to... Variable that we need to consider is that in case of mixed martial arts and UFC, these are relatively new sports, right? Mm. Boxing has been there for 100 plus years. It is a humongous sport. It is very popular. In fact, um, I'll tell you... (laughs) I don't even... I don't know. And boxing ki halat itni ho hai bhi ki they need the Paul brothers. But <laughs> no, what
1: honestly. do you think about
0: the Paul brothers? Holy so Francis Inganu, Inganu made this tweet where the whole thing was... What uh, Um Jake Paul said he made or Logan Paul said he made 20 million and Floyd made 100 million in this. Mm. By the way, you What a disaster that, that was. it was frustrating wo I can't.
1: <laughs> it was like a joke fight. It's like, <laughs> it's like that Paul guy is so much bigger than Mayweather. It's like a joke exhibition fight, you know. Yeah. And for both of them, they both made plenty of money. But the only loser was the audience. I mean, they're both winners. Both of them are winners. Yeah,
0: yeah I agree. The audience so, is the
1: loser. The people that paid for the pay-per-view are the losers. So,
0: so what happens is a guy like Inganu says, what? Logan Paul makes 20 million. What the hell are we doing wrong?
1: see why Inganu keeps talking about fighting in boxing. I want to do boxing I want to do boxing. See, I get what
0: Inganu is saying, but boss, there is no comparison between UFC and boxing as a business model. It doesn't mean that fighters should not be paid more before somebody says I'm anti-fighter pay. No, no, no. I actually want fighters to be paid more than what the UFC is paying them right now. But the point is you cannot compare it with boxing. I think that the income distribution is there. Another thing that changes in in the case of boxing, the the main event, the main fighter, they get a share of the gate revenue. UFC में वो भी नहीं milta So there are multiple issues that that are there between boxing. So yeah, is is mixed martial arts paying them as well as boxing? Maybe not. I think overall, in some the, aspects. The,
1: another problem, another small problem. Sorry to cut you off, but another small problem there was is is that. In the UFC, you are very dependent on a particular person's personality and feelings towards you. Mm -hmm. In the UFC, if Dana White likes you, you're set, you're golden. But if Dana White Mm -hmm. doesn't like you, it doesn't matter if you're a great fighter. But if Dana White doesn't like you, it can impact your career in a really negative way, which is not fair. Like if you think about it, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, it's not fair right if dana white doesn't like you your career is not going to go that far and maybe in boxing that's not necessarily the case no but see
0: you have to understand again boxing may there are so many promotions i don't know they keep popping up belts yeah. out of their ass in boxing which is very <laughs> irritating yeah. but the point is um you know with with ufc they're just so far ahead of the competition look think about it like this so there are many fighters now who exit the USC and maybe go to Bellator. Now yeah. they get paid a lot more in Bellator. Like, who was that lightweight who recently went to Bellator? Alvarez? Yeah. No, no, Alvarez. No. No, sorry, light heavyweight. light heavyweight. Who got oh,
1: knocked-
0: Rumble. No, no, Rumble? No, Rumble. Rumble. It's a lot of people who knocked out Blahovic. It's who knocked out Luke Rockhold. So, I'll like, give you an explanation. Uh, Reyes? No, no, no. i you minute. Oh. Yes. So, this guy, actually... Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson, yes. Corey Anderson. Aditya
1: Sangvi, shout out.
0: Yeah, so good, yeah. good man, Aditya Sangvi. So, Corey Anderson made a very interesting statement. He's like... I have made hmm. more money in one fight in Bellator than I made in my entire UFC career.
1: <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, I didn't hear that.
0: Yep. Huh. That is fascinating To yeah. for him to make that kind of a statement, which is why I'm saying we need more promotions for fighters. Why? Because they can test the market. Yes. So if UFC is not paying them well, they'll go to Bellator. They can go to PFLs. Yes. They can go to Ryzen, they can go to one championship, they can go to many other. Uh, Khabib has come up with a promotion, then there are other other promotions also that you can, you know, go. But at least these main four or five ones are there in mixed martial arts, and now because of that, fighters benefit. So I think MMA will catch up eventually. But now, I I now another subject I want to talk about, and here I'll have to share the screen literally to make my point because I don't know if you paid attention to this. Mm. And this is something I'm very passionate about as a fan of mixed martial arts. So Did you see this? live So somebody asked will the UFC ever offer their fighters full-time health benefits so they can have them after their careers are over and possibly deal with life-altering issues from fighting.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Dana replied soon. soon. ठीक है कट टू 2 हम अभी मैं तुमको एक वीडियो दिखा रहा हूं मैं पेट पकड़ के हंसा इसको देखने के बाद क्योंकि अंकल बीइंग अंकल इंटरव्यूज आर ऑलवेज अमेजिंग नहीं नहीं दिस वाज हिलेरियस कि मैं तेरे को बताता हूं ये हमारा जो है ना वो yeah. So look at this one. huh? She so just listen to this one. And uh, you had mentioned, I think it was a Q&A that you did with Karen Bryant that somebody had asked you about long-term health benefits for fighters, and you responded saying, soon. Uh, is that something that you've recently kind of been working on? Do you, do you kind of have any uh, up to information on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that wasn't a Q&A. That was, that was on, on Instagram. Right. And yeah. I actually, I responded to the wrong guy when I said, soon. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> noticed that later but I had said soon, but it was on the wrong post. I wasn't talking about that; it was somebody else.
1: Okay, got you, got you. <laughs> okay, got you, got you. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> so
0: now that we have started this discussion, yeah. Okay, I'll share my views. I'm very passionate about this particular subject. Look, fighting is a dangerous sport. Uh, yep. Whether it's boxing, whether it's mixed martial arts, whether it's any kind of martial art, in fact, even wrestling, people don't understand there are permanent uh, effects on you when it comes to your brain. A CTE is a real thing. Uh, traumatic brain injury is is something that we should take very seriously. Now, we, we love fight. Fighting, we love martial arts. We 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 want to watch them. But at the same time, I I genuinely feel that I'll give you an example of something like the board for C- cricket. Uh, you know, board of cricket control in India, BCCI, mm. has proper pension schemes for people who have even played Ranji Trophy in India. Yeah. <laughs> Ranji Trophy, yeah, Dulip Trophy. Yep. Indian cricket players get proper benefits after they retire. Indian yeah. cricket players do get them. The BCCI really takes good care of them. In such a situation, what do you feel? cricket is not even a dangerous sport now. Somebody who's bouncer lagti hai. I get it. In comparison to UFC, it is not dangerous, Baba.
1: Bouncer yeah no no it is
0: you know you no no get, it is or, it's true it's true it is it, it, yaro, season ball yeah, hai, you have a bouncer. It's not
1: that's a freak occurrence whereas in yeah. ufc you get hit yeah. on your head every single yeah. time you step yeah. in. yeah so that's the whole point
0: there is no yeah. comparison but in such a scenario you have a situation where fighters are just um you know private contractors so you know companies can take take the contract away whenever they want to, there is no liability to the company after they retire. How does one solve this issue? So recently I remember on the weighing in podcast, uh, John McCarthy and, um, Josh Thompson, they were talking mm. about this, uh, this uh hearing they went into california where california was trying to come up with a law that anybody who has fought for i don't remember i think it was 30 rounds or something they had a per rounds criteria if they fight for certain number of rounds in their career in the state of california if they've had that many fights in california california is going to have a health benefit system for them for fighters especially yeah, I, I really like that idea. But don't you think, Sham, T yeah. up UFC 18% pay there, maybe a 20 twenty-two percent? Now there are ways the UFC can do a lot of things for their fighters that would actually, you know, give fighters the stability. Now, you know what happens to some. I'm not saying all fighters, to some fighters, yeah. you know what happens. I mean, they're, Muhammad Ali is the biggest example of that. We know what happened Even to Muhammad in,
1: in, Ali. In, in, uh, in the UFC, early UFC fighters, I think there was a, there's a very infamous example of a fighter that got cut from the UFC after he lost a couple of fights. Uh, he was one of the their very popular fighters. I think he was a champion. I'm not sure. But he got cut from the UFC and then after he got cut, he developed some really serious brain issues because he had a style that the UFC really promoted because he had that brawler style that he would go to war in every fight. And then after he got cut, UFC dropped him like a piece of hot coal. And yep. he got he developed brain issues. He couldn't take care of his family. So then eventually, like other fighters organized, uh, what do you call those things? Like Kickstarters. What are those mm-hmm. things? GoFundMes. So they, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. they go for the
1: goal. No, not that guy. But he had like a. There's another guy who was one of the earliest UFC fighters. He developed, like, I think he was in like uh, bantamweight or something like that. But he developed like a brain injury, couldn't take care of his family. Other fighters got together and organized like fundraisers for him hmm. because, um, you know, they wanted to take care of this guy, which they really liked because he was a great fighter. And then the UFC never did anything. So, that's the kind of thing, you know, these kind of things happen much more regularly than people realize. Abhi, Joe Rogan, the news came out that he had contributed like $50,000 to the treatment of like one of the fighters, like daughters or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a
0: 125 pound fighter.
1: Yeah. There was another fighter, Jisco, I think he developed like a really bad staff infection and then he Mm. had to be treated for something which other fighters again chipped in for and other commentators chipped in for. The UFC didn't chip in. There's Mm. some people that Dana White has helped like on his own, but it would be better if there was some kind of a plan on you know part of the UFC as long as you're part of the UFC and as long as you've fought a certain number of fights for the UFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we will give you some amount of insurance that will last you.
0: In fact, don't you think in a scenario like that, if UFC says, let's say you fought X number of rounds, I like the rounds criteria more than the fights criteria, although you can have both ways. Say, Let's say UFC says, if you fought like 15 to 20 rounds or 30 rounds in our company, then or maybe 10 fights in our company or five fights in our company, you will get X number of benefits after your retirement. Yeah. That would be a great way for them, A, to retain the best talent in the market. Yes. Because they know that I'm going to be taken care of by the you know ultimate fighting championship after I retire. There's going to be insurance that I'll have yeah. that, you know, if I get uh, injured or uh, stuff like that, yeah, I can actually uh, rely Because
1: Now the UFC can afford to do it. You know, earlier unke paas excuse me. Yeah.
0: So I, I think maybe there is a. Now, somebody can come back and say, but how does UFC do that? Uh, but my point is that, look, this is a sport where people beat, beat yeah. each other up. There's no other way to put it. You yeah. just basically lock two people in a cage and say, maro ek dusre ko. yeah, exactly. So there, there are serious consequences in such a scenario. And I genuinely believe that. I think fighters pay is something that you know, needs to be taken seriously. Uh, and it's kind of disappointing that people are not talking about it. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, fighters pay it or so much, better, but I think health benefits is something, you know, you should I think health about.
1: benefit is something that people should be talking about because there are too many fighters, man. Too many fighters that have either left the UFC, got cut from the UFC and are facing a lot of health issues, which they don't necessarily have the financial wherewithal to take care of. Uh, recently who was that fighter who retired after
0: a fight or two he said i just don't want to take any risks with my life yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm out i forgot his name
1: yeah he me said, too i can't remember but i read the news yeah ufc ka
0: fighters so these mm. things matter i feel you know maybe we should care a little bit more about these fighters okay let me take a few questions again uh what is your favorite gruesome injury in UFC? By favorite injury, to well, there's about... no favorite
1: injury, I don't like yeah. when people get bad injuries.
0: Yeah, but the most gruesome thing that I've seen in UFC in mixed martial arts in general, I have to say, Whiteman, yeah,
1: because he stepped on it. That was yeah, the yeah. worst part because he broke it and then he stepped on it. Ah. <laughs> No, no somebody Holy might say
0: recency bias Mother ufc 1 hai, when there were soccer kicks allowed or wo sumo jadia sumo wrestler jo tha <laughs> 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 usko usne, wo, usko lat thi, usne soccer kick yeah,
1: one of the teeth got stuck in the guy's foot do you see yeah. that? Oh. The photo of one of the what oh. stuck lodged in the guy's foot yeah yeah that's a bad one yeah, so
0: oh, <laughs> that was that was so I guess worst for me. Yeah, that was that, that yeah. was so. So, which is the most used martial art in UFC? Obviously, striking is the most used one. I, I would mean, say, yeah, boxing and BJJ Kickboxing, Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: BJJ or maybe wrestling. Are we hoge yet?
1: Not everybody learns wrestling though, but every single one learns BJJ.
0: Yeah, that is true. BJJ, yeah. at least defensive way. Mein. So, uh, Aditya says uh, Mofsar versus Hakeem Dawadoo is a great fight. I agree. It is a great fight. Yeah. We didn't mention it. Uh, we didn't mention it. I, I like Dawadoo. I like his fighting style. Huh? Mm. I, I like how he is a good fighter. So, okay, what do we do now? Tanmay. Tanmay full floor Do you think these UFC fighters can prove themselves in a street fight with real fighters?
1: Abhe, they are the real fighters. They are the street fighters. That's what they're using those are the techniques that you use in a street fight i mean you would he's probably asking like how would a ufc fighter compare to somebody like an expert in krav maga where a krav maga expert is probably his job is to inflict maximum damage and potentially fatal damage in a very quick way that's not what ufc fighters are trained for they're not trained to do fatal damage so i don't know how they would fare against somebody who knows krav maga but in a street fight yeah they'll wipe the floor with anyone
0: Yeah, try and understand this is my advice to you in your life the most dangerous person for you is the one with a cauliflower ear
1: <laughs> don't go don't go <laughs> near him yeah
0: the moment you see someone with a cauliflower ear don't pick a fight with them yes immediately look at the first exit and run <laughs> and leave yes yeah. so you have to understand that Look, when we go into a fight, first of all, understand a street fight scenario is very different. Jorge Masvidal is the champion street fight guy, right? He was basically into that Kimbo Slice, uh, yes. backyard fight. YouTube
1: wrestling, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, that kind of a thing. Now, think about it from a street fight point of view. Street fight, my distance, lot come distance. You charge at each other, right? So, you kick to pao ge. kicks. to close. So, and you're going to be throwing like a idiot hai, karne wale <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: so the best thing to actually you know manage yourself in a street fight if you ask me is grappling just grab hold of the person yeah, put them down and, and ground, put ground, on ground. The
1: ground. yeah yeah there are so many videos of like fighters or ex-fighters who like um get into like a little scuffle with someone because somebody is being like rude or, or something like that and most of them there was a very famous video of matt serra he was eating at a restaurant and somebody started being rude to him. He just grabbed him and pinned him on the ground. Yeah. He's like, Are you going to behave? Are you going to behave? Yeah. Are you going to behave? Yeah. And, and I remember the
0: security coming in and Maxara asking them, <laughs> Are you going to take care of yeah, him? Are
1: you going to take care of this? Do I need to do something else? He's like, sir, nahin, ho jaega, sir. Don't worry. <laughs> sir, I'm a fighter. Hai. Aap to so, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh Tanmay, please t- try and understand. Do not think that if you have fought in the street you can take on a trained ufc fighter se <laughs> तुम, yeah. yeah. basically <laughs> so so i guess we've covered everything uh, yeah. so the uh, again guys is my india time बता is india hmm, hmm. I think us time
1: five... is 6 pm is the main is the prelims start at 6 prelims
0: हाँ, हाँ. main card and prelims so yes to wohi hoga let me see what is the time in india so india का time होने वाला है kya Prelims in India start at 3 30 a.m. Sony 10, mein. Sony 1 or Sony 2 mein wala. Uh. and prelims 5 30 a.m. or main card starts at 7 30 a.m. Everything is going to be on Sony 1 and 2 uh or Sony 1 2. So please watch it. I think if you can find a way to watch Bellator 260, yeah. believe me, you want to watch Douglas Lima versus Yaroslav Amesov. It is a fight to look forward to. It yes. is an amazing fight. So wo bhi dekh lena. and and Bellator 260 is before UFC. Pele. I think that is uh Showtime is showing it at nine PM Eastern Time, mm. June 11th Or uh, ye kal hai. so matlab Hamare Parso, Yanigi Saturday morning hogi India mein. Yes. Saturday morning. And UFC Onewala hair Sunday morning. morning. Oh, pa, ha. It, uh,
1: to karta hai. So,
0: I guess uh, we've covered everything, Shyam. Uh yeah. Anything else?
1: No, I'm just look really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great card.
0: Yeah. So, guys, we'll see you next month with the next pay-per-view. We'll be making this a regular feature. Mein ek hum log review UFC ko. So, as always, subscribe to the channel, like the podcast, uh, you know, like the video comment chodo go and subscribe to sham show to become members on youtube patreon upi jo karnai karo merch slow sham ki merch lo, meri merch lo. and i will see you guys next time until then take care goodbye